Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are five sides of poor resilience in sales? Hello and welcome to Sales is Easy podcast. This is a place where we try to demystify and simplify sales process so you can actually feel confident that uh, sales is easy. And uh, my name is Alan, Alan Meyer. I am in sales for last 30 years and last 15 years in sales training. I was lucky to deliver my trainings on resilience globally on all six, six continents. And in today's podcast, I would like to actually share five signs uh, of uh, signs of poor resilience for salespeople. So let's dive immediately in. Of course, having to give someone bad news can be hard, especially uh, if you're in sales, hearing bad news from your customers is definitely very, very hard. But some salespeople are actually extra resilient and they accept bad news from the customers they process it and then they bounce back and move beyond it. So how do they do that, right? In the previous podcast, I was talking about nine ways how to build resilience and grit in sales. Check it out. And then in previous weeks, I covered a lots of lots of ways how to handle resilience. So other salespeople have actually poor resilience and they don't accept bad news from customers as well. And it basically can make them unable to cope. So how can you actually know if you or someone from your team or someone on the team that you're managing had poor resilience? I'll cover first psychologist way and then we're going to talk about what salespeople can do. So psychologists have identified these five signs of poor resilience. First one, it's the big one, overreaction and irritability. Second one is dwelling on problems. Third one, actually, I've been there, trouble sleeping because you're mulling uh, all the things that are happening uh, that were happened recently. Persistent illness, uh, and uh, it could be even starting from a simple flu-like symptoms to other things. And of course, uh, there is a thing that uh, really salespeople cover uh, in a sales clinic. We don't talk about it so much, but it's a substance abuse. So let me start with uh, irritability and overreaction and if you recognize yourself in any of these that's fine as long as you are aware of it that's always a step number one once you are aware then it's good to start working on your growth mindset and uh, work on your art of persuasion and building resilience and grit uh, how to do that and also i had a really interesting uh, podcast uh, it was a few weeks ago about uh, uh, how resilience is the cornerstone of our personal power in sales so Irritability and overreaction. What I mean by that? Poor resilience for self-people is often characterized by really being irrit- by 
overreacting to certain situations and salespeople who let small discomforts and minor annoyances. So it could be like customers not returning calls or they just sent a basic email or they go dark. So not something that they did not expect to hear from the customers. It makes them really upset and irritable and they're not actually coping well with sales stress. I worked with in my team when I managed the last team, I managed the, the team. There was a guy who was always every, had big outbursts for every small thing. I know it's fun. It's fine to react, of course, but if your customer is delaying things by a few weeks, it doesn't mean that the life is over, right? Especially if you have a longer sales cycle. So if your sales cycle is 12 to 15 months long and customer delays by one month, it's okay. Nothing wrong with that. If your sales cycle is two, three months and then customer delays by six months, of course, that's a different story. But if you let small discomforts and some minor annoyances to make you upset, well, that's a big, big signal that you're not really coping well with stress of being in sales. So what do resilient salespeople do? They manage stress and, and they focus actually their attention on what things what they can control, on things they can change. You cannot change what customer decisions are, but you can try to influence, you try to persuade, you try to talk with them, understand the things that you can provide them to really help them understand why you're the best solution, why you have the best product or service. And... Resilient salespeople, they're extremely focused on things they can control. And one of these things is uh, control of yourself. So salespeople with poor resilience, they are totally not in control of themselves and they do not believe they can make any positive changes, first from within and then in the marketplace. So they become really irritable whenever life gets stressful. Of course, I mean, we are all humans. We have emotions. We have frustrations. We have anger. Nothing wrong with that. Feel free to express it. But if it's any minor thing that, that re you react like the world is falling apart, then, of course, that's, uh, that's not uh, the best thing. Overreaction is part of this irritability of, of poor resilience in sales. So instead of taking the time to think the situation through and find a way, find a different way to overcome a challenge that customers throw at you, People with poor resilience often, they yell, they slam doors, they threaten, they over-dramatize situations, and even they come back from the meeting, I witnessed this many times, and they are really, you know, using lots of bad words, and that they are just uh, angry, and, uh, you know, for some people who have a little higher level of, of resilience, look at them like, yeah, it's going to happen next week again, or in a few weeks again, right? So it's just over-dramatizing, it doesn't help uh, in sales at all. And the, the key point I want to make here is this. Because they don't understand how to control themselves and make positive changes within, right? They overreact. And of course, it's easy to point a finger. They blame others. They, blame, they can blame customers. They can, they can actually name names. Like one of the guys I managed, he was always saying customers are idiots. Well, guess what? If you, know, you are not selling, everybody on your team is selling, well, maybe some idiot is somewhere else, not uh, on your customer side, right? But the overreaction and uh, blaming others, uh, that, that's, that doesn't help. And it's, uh, it takes uh, time to really develop uh, resilience. It takes time, the small steps to start working on your fixed mindset, start working on your growth mindset. I had podcasts on that as well. But the idea here is stop blaming others. Take a look from within what's happening, like uh, how can you actually control your emotions first and focus on what you can control. 
Next uh, sign of poor resilience is dwelling on problems. So I'm saying this is a big, big, big uh, signal, big sign of poor resilience when you start dwelling on your problems. Of course, it's normal, it's human. But do you or someone you know within your team always have something negative to say about the customers, about the market, about the pandemic, about, uh, you know, uh, global things, right? No matter how exciting, fun or happy situation is, people with poor resilience will always find something negative about it, right? Did you see the customer, how they look at us? Well, it doesn't matter. You get purchase order. Well, you don't need to be liked. Some salespeople think they always need to be loved by customers to close the deal. Everything is happy and, you know, <laughs> unicorns and rainbows thing. No, it's it's just, you know, you're dealing with other human beings. And uh, if business proposal is good, okay, give me a purchase order. Send me a signed contract. That's it, right? If you're not loved, well, you know, tough luck. But still, if you respect it as, a, as an expert, as a specialist, then... That's all it matters, right? But there was a guy I remember, he always wanted to be best friends with customers, like he was basing his selling on his personality, and he hit the wall many times. But still, he was successful. He didn't understand to differentiate these two things. And same thing, uh, uh, the salespeople who dismiss good situations, like customers moving forward, they are not happy, but they're moving to the demo. They're moving to the next stage, right? So... You know, they, it's kind of a, a poor resilient salespeople. They dismiss good situations. They consider them temporary and focusing on past problems or they're worrying about future ones that are coming their way. People in sales who have poor resilience, they use their time to focus on, on what they feel is unfair or wrong in their career instead of using their energy to make positive changes. And when faced with the challenge, they respond by assuming it's just another problem they cannot overcome. And you may see signs of poor resilience in salespeople when they continue to list their faults or especially faults of others. Other teams didn't support us, other departments or marketing is doing this or compliance is doing that. And it's always pointing fingers at somebody else, right? And they use past failures as excuses for the present situation. And they always have something negative to say. So that's a really big sign of poor resilience. Point number three, maybe you're going to recognize yourself in this one, trouble sleeping. I lost my sleep many times because I was always mulling about the situation and the presentation coming my way and the negative things that are happening. It's Again, it's normal. But if it's continuous, then it's really not good. So poor resilience often leads to trouble sleeping. While there are some physical reasons a person may have trouble sleeping, poor resilience is a mental and emotional reaction to life stress. And this includes sales stress, right? Uh, stress from your sales job. Salespeople with poor resilience may be unable to sleep because they are worried about the next presentation, about their career, about their life choices even, and even the reactions of the customers or managers even. And of course, they are thinking about future challenges they may face, but they don't know it's if it's coming their way. They try to be prepared for every situation. You cannot be prepared for every possible situation, for every possible scenario. It's all about handling what is in front of you and try to, uh, try to control or influence things that you can control. So try to have a good, good night's sleep. You'll be better at the presentation next day. Uh, one thing is actually, uh, it's not so common, but uh, persistent illness. And I'm actually, in, during my sales career, I witnessed that as well. 
I knew that one guy on my team, every Monday, he's going to come late and we, he's going to have even doctor's appointment. He was really sick, but it's actually, it's all based on his stress because he was unable to cope this, his job. And unfortunately, I had to let him go simply because his health was just, uh, you know, he took, he took it all to his health. And I don't want to have responsibility, like life responsibility on my hands. So the stress associated with poor resilience can harm somebody's body, it can harm a person's body and physical health. It's true. It's a factual thing. And because salespeople with poor resilience, they hold on to stress instead of processing them in healthy ways. And that's why we have coaches. I was coaching my team, right? You have to have a mentor, coach, somebody to talk to. Otherwise, you know, it can, it can actually take a toll on your health. So they risk long-term health complications like even depression, heart disease. And many, very often salespeople have a stomach problems because they take it everything internally. They embrace it internally. And when people don't respond well to stress, it raises the level of inflammation and hormones like adrenaline, uh, I don't know how to say this one, norepinephrine and cortisol. And doctors at the Mayo Clinic have identified that elevated hormones can cause damage to salesperson's immune system. So stress hormones weaken a salesperson's immune system and make them more susceptible to persistent illnesses like colds, like flu. And if you see the pattern in your health and in, in correlation with your job, stop and think right? Because there is a correlation. If you constantly see yourself uh, from the stress of your job, you see constantly uh, ill. If you see that you need to see a doctor regularly, especially when the you know end of the quarter is or end of the year is, then you know there is a, your body is telling you something. Your body is sending you signals. Elevated levels of stress hormones can also damage blood vessels, and other body systems, and it leads to chronic illnesses like heart disease, God forbid, and diabetes. So it's a cell job can be very, very stressful. If you see that you that there is a pattern that, that you have actually of your illnesses, especially you know if it's correlated to to the end of the year, end of quarter, think about it. What you, what you can do. And how can you get rid of stress instead of processing them? How you process stress in a healthy way? And one point I like to make is talk to somebody. Talk to people on your team. Talk to your spouse. Talk to anybody. Get it out of your system first and then see how it goes. Last point I would like to make here. It's a fifth sign of poor resilience. It's a substance abuse. Yes, Salespeople are human. Salespeople are abusing substance as, as well as uh, <laughs> every other part of population. So we are not immune to that. And poor resilience can lead to really low self-esteem and feeling of a lack of control, like feeling like your customers are driving you crazy, running you around, postponing, delaying things. It can also, you know, uh, you can feel like illnesses, like we mentioned, inflammations, pain, even depression. And I wrote in 2010, I wrote a book, Selling is Better Than Sex, because I wanted to actually joke about it. If you feel like you're accomplishing something, when you're closing the good deal, it's better than sex because you feel like untouchable. It keeps you longer going. Like, you know, like it's, it's a funny book. Like if you want to get it, let me know. I'll send you a PDF copy anytime. But it's also, it, if you go on the uh, other, if you go to other direction, you know, if you feel like... Uh, uh, your customers are driving you crazy and uh, you don't know how to handle the stress of your job and you know you're going towards you're leaning towards depression 
Well, lots of salespeople with poor resilience may try and hide these feelings or relieve the symptoms by simply using alcohol or other drugs. And substance abuse in sales often begins when salespeople try and escape how they feel. I mean, your manager is not your mom, you're not your dad, but still, what's what it's what what kills you at work, what makes you problematic at work. You should not just bring it home. You should handle it at work as well. You should have a support system. And I'm talking here again about talking to your manager, talking to your leadership. There should be mentoring program, coaching program, somebody to talk to when when things get tough. Otherwise, we swallow it, we keep it inside of us. And then, of course, what do we do? It's a normal human thing to do. We try to relieve these negative symptoms and negative feelings by, you know, substance abuse. And, you know, we try to escape how we feel, but it's a vicious circle. I'm not going to moralize you on this one. You know better. Just think about it. If there is any way you can ask for help uh, from within the company, from uh, coaches, from outside coaches, even I, I, I'm available. If you want to talk, uh, send me an email and I'll, I'll, I'll speak with you without any obligations, without any costs. Uh, let's talk about the problems you experience. I'm willing to step in and, and talk you know if you feel you have nobody to talk to just remember uh, to finalize this uh, simple podcast there are five signs of poor resilience in sales i repeat it overreaction dwelling on problems trouble sleeping persistent illness and substance abuse and poor resilience in sales can lead to lots of personality issues we salespeople can be such a complex <laughs> human beings and but the more important thing is we need to start talking about it, recognize it. There are some personality issues. It takes toll to our personal life, uh, chronic illnesses, and even substance abuse. So recognizing the signs of poor resilience in sales is the first step in making positive changes to improve your sales life and to improve your life in general. I hope uh, this podcast uh, uh, starts you thinking about certain things. And if you really want to talk about it, reach out to me via email anytime or on LinkedIn or here on the Sales is Easy podcast page. I'll be more than happy to continue the conversation. Remember, if you feel down, if you feel like uh, you cannot handle some situations, think about it. You're not alone out there. Ask for help. And if you have any suggestions, uh, any topics that you would like to talk about it on, in the future and upcoming podcast, let me know. Uh, I, I got requests uh, on, on LinkedIn and people reach out to me and this is how I feature certain topics more because I see the need and interest in the in, uh, from audience. And also please subscribe to this podcast because I'm covering a lot of things about resilience and persistence and growth mindset in the upcoming podcast, how to get out of our comfort zone and, and still make the sell and how to handle adversity and, and uh, you know, it's because you know it's going to happen, right? So how to keep going even if things get really, really tough. Okay, thank you for listening. This is Alan Meyer. Today's topic was five signs of poor resilience in sales. And I can still tell you, you know, you can work on your resilience. You can keep on going. Just never, ever give up. Okay, thanks for listening. Happy selling. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. 
Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.